The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So what's in my practice, in my heart, my mind today? The words that come to mind are union and uniqueness, connection and disconnection, comparing and compassion. I imagine that when we're born into this world, based on what I observe, is that uh, there's just this tremendous sense of union, witness. I've seen infants um, hear another infant cry and burst into tears themselves. The sense of resonance. And... uh, and over time, I see, you know, and experience children being taught, children to recognize self and other, this and that, qualities. This um, recognition of all the elements and uniqueness of ourselves, which we really do need to discover because we're all quite unique. And it's a way to start to learn boundaries and to see others and their needs. And maybe maybe there's a time in our lives we need to reteach ourselves the connection, the union, the way of seeing how we're the same. And this is part of the... But part of what's necessary for compassion to arise is for me to sit here and say, yep, I suffer just like you. <laughs> you know, and you, yeah, you suffer just like me. And there's a way that we can help support the mind in connecting, seeing the connections. So walking, in walking meditation, everything I noticed... I noticed a shadow, and then I thought, oh, yeah, just like me, I create shadows. And then I walk into the sun, ah, yeah, just like me, I shine too. I offer my light. Sometimes I'm offering shadows, sometimes I'm offering light, sometimes we need shadows, sometimes we need light. Walk by a car, oh, Just like you, I have an engine. (laughs) Just the sense of like finding this, um, the similarity, even in something that's a non-animate object. The, The nature of life is true in all. The nature of things arising and passing and growing old and, you know, um, impermanence. Uniqueness, all of this is nature. Like, how is it? It's so amazing. Every infant that's born is unique and becomes a, a different person. I couldn't imagine for the life of me 
what my children were going to be like before they were born. It was inconceivable, absolutely inconceivable. And yet, then they were, and here they are, unique, amazing. So there is this both and, and both are needed. This sense of uniqueness and separation and that kind of is allowing and the sense of connection. And neither extreme works very well. So if I say, I'm just like everyone else, we're all the same, I'm missing something, right? I'm missing something. When I say that to you, you've got to say to yourself, right, on some level, yeah, but you didn't blah, 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 or you're not a man, or you're not whatever. So, but there's threads in all of this that can allow us to really, really appreciate and see the beauty in each other while feeling connected. So there's, you know, maybe, maybe when I look at a man and I, I, I need to say, I can't say we're all the same, there's no, you know, difference between our genders, our experience, but maybe I can say, you know, just like you, I have a gender, <laughs> whatever that gender is to me and to you. And so then there's the sense of connection again, allowing the uniqueness and the sameness to coexist. And my experience of this, like just like me, you know, just like you, is there's a relaxing of two things, selfing and othering. This way that we create ourselves and create others can when we overdo, it's kind of suffering, painful. And so if we can relax that without pretending it doesn't exist, there's, there can be a softening, a loosening, an easing. I think that um, when we practice mindfulness, the way we practice it matters. The mind state, the way we're perceiving or approaching will affect everything our awareness touches. Everything. So it's really important to tune in to how, how it is we're perceiving, how it is we're connecting or disconnecting from our experience, not wanting, wanting. And it is nature, right? In nature for the human mind to have desire arise, to have hatred arise, to have delusion arise, to experience craving. This is the nature of the mind. 
And if we can see these things when they come up, we don't have to become them. There's, um, in the Dharma it said, there's no flood like desire. So desire as a flood, it's like, what does a flood do? It comes and carries you away downstream, right? It, it just washes everything away with you when you get carried by it. And there's no possession like hatred. And isn't that true? That, that, that hatred can possess us, right? That it just, mm. And there's no net like delusion. I love this one, getting caught in the delusion that the mind can create. And there's no river like craving. Right? And the idea of a river versus a flood is the current of it. Getting swept, right, toward this thing that we want or away from what we don't want. So, all of these things create separation. But if we see them and we know that they're qualities and experiences we all share, it's nature. Maybe we can get free from their flooding and possessing and netting and carrying. So, this idea, this going back to this idea of union and uniqueness and the space that can hold both and the value of both and not getting caught in one extreme or another. And this idea of maybe reorienting this mind that has been so conditioned to recognize the differences to help it recognize the similarities, the connections, without delusion. And to understand that the way we are, the quality of the mind, the quality of our attention, the way we attend will impact our experience of whatever we're attending to. And so in our practice, this quote from the Dalai Lama, I think is a a beautiful, beautiful one. Love and compassion are necessities, not luxuries. So in our practice, love and compassion are necessities, not luxuries. And he says, without them, humanity cannot survive. And certainly we cannot thrive in our practice without the sense of love and compassion for our experience and the experience of others. So these are my thoughts. And um, I just want to see if there's any comments, questions, and then we'll move into taking care of the Sangha with love and compassion together. So does anybody have, have anything you want to say or ask?
Okay. Thank you. Thank you for your practice today. Thank you.